can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Happy Halloween, everybody. You're tuned in to Swamp Gas Uggos here on KZSM.org. Uh, welcome to our Halloween Bonanza. I'm your host, as always, Jordan Pilkington. Uh, and with me is uh, Twilight Sparkle herself. Lexi your Morris. Hey, look, name. I never know what you're going to do. If I gesture, it means say your name. You do a lot of gesturing. Anyway, with us, we have a very spooky guest. <laughs> With us, we have a very spooky guest, Jason Johnson. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, welcome. Jason was also the guest on Roscoe Taylor, which just wrapped up its Halloween episode. It's yeah. been a pretty good Halloween so far. How are you guys doing for the holidays? Holiday. I am so cold. Um, yeah, it rules. But it's good because I'm dressed as a vampire. I'm not Twilight Sparkle. I am Twilight's Edward Cullen, mm-hmm. the best baseball Ooh. player in the West. Um, and I'm cold to the touch, and I've ar- I, I came in pale, and I'm but just getting paler. But your heart is warm. <laughs> yes, warm bodies. Very cool, Jason. What are you dressed up as today? I am uh, the most horrifying, saddest costume you ever see. A Dallas Cowboys fan. That is, Ooh. that's the spookiest thing of all tonight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of ghosts, we got a Dallas Cowboys <laughs> fan in the room tonight. This season has been. Rough. I know how it feels. I'm a Mets mm-hmm. fan. Yeah. They've never been good. Uh, thanks for asking, by the way, guys. I am yeah. dressed up oh, as the main character of Preacher, Jesse Custer. The Preacher. But if I take the priest collar out, I'm Johnny Cash. Nice. nice. Mm-hmm. Incredible. It's a duo costume. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, God. Boy, do you love Catholicism. I do love being Catholic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the... It's the, <laughs> <laughs> this the is compels you. <laughs> you know, I would say, aside from Christmas and Easter, I think Halloween's the most Catholic holiday, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, yeah. All the ghouls and demons that come out. Mm-hmm. Oh, we love it. Yeah, yeah but you're not a real Catholic. You just dress up like one. You pose. I was baptized. Okay. I was never confirmed. All christened and stuff. <laughs> you, didn't R- you didn't RSVP. What is confirmation? What is confirmed? Uh, it's basically when you like well, you've been baptized, you went to Catholic school, and then it's like, but are you really in? Can we jot you down? It's like it's like all the different steps of like. Uh, uh, I don't want to say joining your cult, but like, uh, well, <laughs> you have to show your commitment, basically. Give all your wealth to the yeah. church. And I stopped and going. I stopped going to Catholic school in like third grade. So. Oh, okay. And Catholic I was gonna. I wasn't gonna go to school on Sunday. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Anyway, uh, yeah. So we're here for Halloween. Uh, what do you guys? How do you guys like to celebrate Halloween? What's your What's your favorite way of doing it? Because me personally, I like. Uh, uh, I like to stay home and hand out candy. I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. I like I like giving I like giving giving candy out to kids. I have an old school blunderbuss, and I like to pack it with candy and shoot it at children <laughs> as they walk by. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Get off my lawn. That rules. But also, happy Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's a concussion. 
just mm. like watching the old school Disney Channel episodes where their biggest problem is they've got two different Halloween parties to go to. And they made a commitment to both of them at the same time. Damn. <laughs> she was dead the whole time, so whatever. Is that a problem you have? Or you have you get invited to two Halloween parties at once? No. So I live vicariously through Hannah Montana because <laughs> I get invited to no Halloween parties at once. And I like to see this teen girl bop her way into in and out of you know situations. Mm-hmm. So. Taking off wigs, putting other wigs mm-hmm. on. Yeah. yeah. Man, cool. the feeling I get when I put on a wig. I'm pretty mm-hmm. close to the same way of celebrating. I, I, I watched the, the, the Wrecking Ball video on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on repeat mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. for Halloween yeah for Halloween <laughs> Halloween Saturday Sunday scary. Christmas yeah. yeah yeah just a, a skinny short hair blonde woman with a sledgehammer that's pretty scary yeah that's someone pretty about, scary something about that Jason just feels compelled to watch it over <laughs> yes. and over over and over <laughs> yeah but we'll talk about his college days later I, I, I wanted to talk about it your show you had on earlier, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the Horrors, Horrors of, Dating, of Dating, hosted Dating. by Lexi Morris. Right. Uh, your guest said that one of the best places that he would love to see people go on dates uh, in Denton <laughs> is the War Memorial. Uh, and all I get in my head is a vision of this couple just having the sweetest date, and then this grizzled vet comes over and is like, Young love, I knew that one time. Her name was Long Tran. We were in Kason. So like what you story, you know. Jason, that's what you do anytime I bring my girlfriend to an open mic. Right, true, true. That is very much what I do. You're like, oh man, I really bombed. You wanna talk about bombs? (laughs) There's one time in Afghanistan. I was staring at some bit a lot and dead in the eyes. My first love was a bayonet. We got a lot to talk about tonight, everybody. Yes. We're doing uh, we're doing scary stories tonight, stuff to chill you to your bones on this mid temperature Halloween night. Mm-hmm. It's like sixty five degrees out. Mm-hmm. Um, so our first story this comes from a listener, Raven, from San Antonio. Uh, it's a very quick one. It's very short. Mm-hmm. But Raven writes, "It's not my ghost story, but my sister Robin's. Robin saw our grandmother in her closet when she was six years old." Now, they had gone to my grandmother's funeral that same day, and that night my mom heard Robin laughing. She walked in and said, what are you doing, Robin? And my sister said, Grandma's making me laugh. She's in the closet. My mom said Robin wouldn't go to bed all night, and she couldn't get her, and she could hear her giggling from her room. Then she ends up by saying, kids are creepy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Grandma, get out of the closet. (laughs) You know you're not supposed to be in there. Live your truth, Grandma. Let your freak flag fly. She's from a different generation. Who knows how she had to hide? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, back in the back in the day, uh, they were actually just hiding in the armoire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Different times. From different they didn't have closets rednecks. back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Funny, funny story. My my mom, when she found out that that I was gay, thought you were possessed. She thought I was possessed oh, by really? my. No, she thought I was. She she told me she was like, you. Know, and this is not something I knew. My grandma's brother was gay. He died of of AIDS. She yeah. told me she was like, I bet this is him. Yeah. Haunting you. <laughs> it's the ghost of HIV. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm 15. I don't know about That's any so of that. Funny. So, I am the ghost of gays past. <laughs> Hey. 
Okay, work. <laughs> Boo. Who knew ghosts came with a lisp? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so it's funny. Mercury standing over you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Why would you be haunted? Like, what? Like she's being punished for her brother being dead <laughs> yeah. by having a gay child. Yeah. My my gay dead great 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 uh, uncle, I guess, was like, "Girl, I may be dead, but I am living for this outfit." <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. I, that would be kind of cool, though, to think that your family member is your guardian angel and just watching over you mm-hmm. and saying, nice. you know what? She's never going to live through what I lived through. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, nice. I guess my mom thought thought it was obviously a bad thing because if she thought being gay was bad, she thought being haunted right. by him would be bad. Mm-hmm. Right. But that would be so cool. Yeah. You know, it's like just queer eye. Yeah. You know, <laughs> follow, following me around, leading me through life. Yeah. No, the, yeah. The That'd be great. That's a better queer version of a Christmas Carol. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a better version of a Christmas Carol. He's not, mm-hmm. Scrooge isn't like a, a, a jerk. He's just, uh, he has bad fashion. Yeah. So the ghost of five gay men have to come and teach him how to dress. <laughs> Looking in on people's windows and he's like, oh, I want the French tuck that they have. Tiny Tim, still poor. Still does not yeah, have any still food. still poor. <laughs> yeah, no food. <laughs> hey, go get the biggest Christmas goose you can find and take it to Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> just that that, just that, gape, that gaping one over there. We're gonna stuff a turkey today. Yeah, there's more than one way. <laughs> All right. All right that's oh yeah, <laughs> we have gone on a tangent here. Let me tell you. All right, uh, uh, Jason, do you have any personal ghost stories? I do. I, it's cool. not a ghost story. All right, but it is uh, pretty scary because <laughs> this actually happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so implying Lexi wasn't haunted by her gay uncle. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gay <laughs> uncle. Whatever. Uh, no, I uh, when I was uh, two years old, we moved to this town in Arkansas, it's a mm-hmm. small town. And uh, we every night I'd go to bed and I would hear this guy who sounded like he was in the room with me. And it's kind of funny because he called himself the dump truck man. But he would be like, I'm going to rip out your mama's guts. She ain't going to be able to come and get you. And stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would wake up screaming every night. And dad would run in the room. He, he son, what's wrong? You know, daddy, daddy, it's the dump truck, man. He's talking to me again. He's coming after me. And my dad and my mom are thinking, eh. All right. This is just some kid. He's having, you know, nightmares. He's fine, you know. And how old were you again? I was two. Two years old. Now, okay. at two years old, your two-year-old looks at you and says, the dump he said, the, the dump truck man said he would rip out my mother's guts so that she couldn't come to save me. That is not something a two-year-old thinks of even in a nightmare. No. Yeah. But that's what it went on as mm-hmm. for a year. I would hear this guy. He would say the most heinous stuff to me. And my dad would come running in. And it was the same thing. Go back to sleep. It's just a nightmare. You're fine. A year later, we leave. We go to move to another town over, El Dorado, Arkansas. That's where I grew up. So I'm three years old, and it all stops when we get to El Dorado. And they're thinking, cool, it's done, it's over with. Flash forward 11 years later. I am 14 years old now, and my dad walks into the house and says, Son, 
I have to apologize to you. They just arrested a man today in that town we used to live in. Uh, he was trying to abduct a little boy and a little girl uh, at the park. And uh, whenever they found, raided his home, he had uh, journals in his house of all the crimes he had ever committed. Oh, and in those journals, he called himself the dump truck man. That's terrifying. Oh yes. God. And what they think was because of how clearly I heard it, mm -hmm. they think he was either opening my bedroom window and kind of saying it from there, or yeah. he was actually crawling through the window and speaking into my ear. Jesus oh yes. Christ. Yeah. And so, uh, so, you know, when your kids say, hey, Daddy, there's a monster under my bed, Sometimes take there is. Yeah. <laughs> just, just take a quick look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All the names to choose from, and he came up with the dump truck. Yeah. Man. And I never got he better the have had the fattest that. ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did you not hear him coming through the window? He's dummy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I keep trying to abduct these kids, but I'm dumb. I'm dumb. As he was like, backing out of the head. room, I always <laughs> heard. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> it was crazy, though. I mean, but you know what's funny is, is you know, me and my brother, we do horror bros, and yeah. we've got the, um, yeah, sure, <laughs> shameless plug. Everybody listen to horror bros. It's mm -hmm. on Spotify. Uh, anyway, but but I have always been fascinated with stuff that would scare me mm -hmm. to death. Mm -hmm. And I think that just developed from that because I, I think my brain just at such a young, to impressionable age, trauma. yeah, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, he, and I maybe I like developed a liking of the adrenaline rush from mm -hmm. fear, but yeah, I love and that's it. why I you joined the army. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Air Force, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> army, you. Yeah, uh, Air Force, yeah. Please. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, that's it crazy. was nuts. Mm -hmm. It was it was pretty wild. And the funny part is, is. I was so, I, 14 years old, I was so amazed that my father apologized to me for anything. At first that time, I didn't yeah. really think about the guy actually existing. First time your dad ever apologized. First yeah. and only time your dad ever apologized right. for yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. I mean, yeah. goes to show you, you shouldn't keep a diary of your crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. It was crazy. They said he had like um, robberies he had done, mm -hmm. uh, other like times he had stalked children. Um, you ever kill any kids? Just, I, I don't know. I never found out. Interesting. But, but it certainly sounds like, from what I do know of it, it certainly sounds like somebody who was escalating. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it a probably would have eventually criminal. happened. Yeah. I mean, that does happen to serial killers. Yeah. They'll start off small to like, yeah. they give themselves that allowance yeah. to commit mm -hmm. this crime, but it's not enough, so they have to keep building and right. building. Mm -hmm. Until eventually, you start calling yourself the dump truck man and little Jason Johnson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Telling little jason johnson you're gonna do crazy stuff to his family yeah. and insane and then yeah. saying i'm the, the dump, dump truck, truck man not yeah. just in your own head and in your journal you're like and if yeah. you and if would, would you mind telling people yeah, yeah. i'll see you tomorrow jason remember i'm the dump, dump truck, truck man you gotta gotta dump 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 man no no we need to build club build, build club tell, tell your friends use yeah. the hashtag word of mouth keep it on brand don't forget the dump truck man. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Quick question. What, what was the name of the town that you lived in? It was Cross It. Cross It. And I, I spell that. Uh, C R O S S E T T. 
And trust me, I've looked this up a million and one times. Yeah, and all, I all I'm find finding it. is uh, men dying after a dump truck flips off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I, apparently happens a lot in Arkansas. In Arkansas, yeah, it does, actually. Mm-hmm. But no, I have. I've tried looking it up. I've never found anything else Man. on it. It was it's pretty crazy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, now we, uh, that's going to be a stay tuned and a half. Because yeah. if I find that, there's no way I'm not talking about that on the show. Yeah. yeah. But at this point, this is, I, I, I 100% believe you. But right now, yeah. it's like oral history, you know? Right. That's it is. Cool. It, it kind of is. Because uh, I don't have, like, anything on it, you know, and mm-hmm. all. But, it, mm-hmm. man, it was. It, it, what's so funny is, is when I was at home uh, here not too long ago, my dad, he's like 72 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And just old as can be. And just sitting there, he's blind and everything. And I was just like, yeah, you remember the old dump truck, man, dad? My dad goes, well, you still remember that? I mean, that's still in your head. Good Lord, boy. And I'm just sitting there thinking, yeah, it's one of the most traumatic things that could ever happen to a two-year-old child. Yeah, it's still there, Dad. That response makes me think he definitely made of the dump truck man getting arrested. Yeah. He's like, oh, I remember when Jason used to cry about that. I'll tell him it was real. Yeah, yeah. And then... And so now he's like, he still believes it. Oh, wait a second. That or he was covering his tracks because he was the dump Ooh. truck dun, man. Dun, dun. Either way, what we're getting at is the yeah. dump truck man is still out there. Yeah, and if yeah. you say his name into a mirror seven Five times, times. <laughs> he'll come back. Yeah. No, if you, How if, many times? Yeah, seven. seven. If, <laughs> yeah, if you say the dump truck man seven times in a rear view mirror in right. your yeah. car, <laughs> he'll be in your backseat. That's right. Mm-hmm. Not you, Lexi. Your mirror. Uh, no, not count. me. No, if if he's trying to pull up in my mirror, it's gonna be all crooked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shows up in the mirror that's still on the side of the highway, so, <laughs> so, somewhere in Three Rivers. The poor dumb truck man. He was some redneck from Arkansas, so he'd probably be like, "I don't appear in gay mirrors." <laughs> <laughs> that's just what he calls a mirror from Texas. It's not yeah. even Lexi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like the only thing I hate are queers from Oklahoma and them queers in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that note, we'll be right back after this. We're back here at uh, Swamp Gas Uggos. Again, I'm Jordan Pilkington. And I'm Lexi Morris. And you are listening to KZSM Radio, true community radio in San Marcos, Texas. Absolutely. Welcome back to the show, everybody. <laughs> Did you love that that preview that, that of us? Of our yes. show. <laughs> Look, it wasn't a it. promo. It's a station ID. Oh, it's a That's station different. ID. Yes, thank yeah. you so much for listening and tuning into KZSM.org. This is all recorded live in San Marcos, Texas. That's Absolutely. true community radio. Absolutely. And you're listening to our special Halloween episode. It's our Halloween, Halloween bonanza. bonanza. Thank you. Thank you, you for got using it. the branding. I use the brand. I use the branding. <laughs> I'll plug. Oh, man. A little shameless, another shameless plug from me. And remember, six o'clock on Wednesdays on KZSM.org, True Community Radio. Listen to The Big Sad mm-hmm. with me, Jack Neal, and Raymond Cabrera. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Big Sad's a great show. Mm-hmm. Lexi and Thank I have both been on it at different times. I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I always leave big happy. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some would say without the big sad, this show wouldn't exist. That's incredibly. That's accurate. a great point because the yeah. only reason we have a show is because I was there for the the guest recording. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. And look where we are now. Look where talking we about are traumatic now. things that happen in our youth. That National, nationally syndicated, mm-hmm. um, internationally and the broadcasted, pro Palestinian. Uh. Uh-uh. The, the number, number one paranormal pro-Palestine radio show in that, Central Texas. That is After amazing. Hours. Yes, that is amazing. <laughs> that is, 
That's you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on the topic of uh, childhood trauma, uh, I've got a personal ghost story. Awesome. I don't think I've ever told it on the show before. I think I might have hinted at it, but um, so we are like ninety-eight percent sure that our house in where I I, uh, uh, I grew up outside of Houston in a mm-hmm. little town called Humble. Mm-hmm. Um, we are like one hundred percent convinced that our house was haunted. Uh, so we moved there in about like the end of '06, beginning of '07. Um, and I was the only kid at the time, so I got to pick like which room I wanted, right? And there was a huge room with a big walk-in closet, and then there was like a like, well, fuck you, you're the stepchild room, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and even though I got my pick, I picked the smaller room, right? Because if you ever stepped foot in that room, you just got a a, a bad feeling on the back of your neck, like someone was watching you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there was just someone else in the room with you at any given time. Mm. Um, so I didn't pick that room. Flash forward about five, about three years. My sister's born, right? Yeah. She didn't have a choice. She's got to take that room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my sister uh, didn't sleep alone for the longest time, like longer than usual. Like up until like maybe a year and a half, two years old. She was yeah. still sleeping in my parents' room. Otherwise, she would just like scream and cry. And so, like, you know, she's finally able to talk, and she's finally, like, spending the night, like, in her room, right? Yeah. Um, and the first full sentence she ever said was, I don't like sleeping there. They scare me. Ooh. Oh, Lord. That was her first sentence. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Not not very specific, but multiples. They. Them. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, you know what I mean? They. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone was hoping for, I love you, mama. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, I love Teletubbies. Uh, yeah. Put yeah. on the backyard against anything. Yeah. yeah. Anything else. Mm-hmm. Instead, we got, they scare me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, as time keeps going on as we live in this house, like multiple members of my family, except my stepdad, because um, we're pretty sure ghosts only like haunt white people. Um, <laughs> and so, like, the entire time we're there, like me, my mom, my sister, we just see like shadowy figures out of the corner of our eye with no yeah. bodies attached to them. Like, shadow people just living in our home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was in, uh, I would have been a sophomore in high school, just getting ready for the bus in the morning, you know, making my bagel, getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom comes out, and she's never awake when I leave. Yeah. And she goes, Jordan, I just had the craziest nightmare. I had a dream that there was a dark man standing over me as I was sleeping. Um, and I thought it was, you know, your stepdad. I thought it was Sherard. And then they put their hands around my throat, and they just started squeezing. And uh, I woke up just when I stopped being able to breathe. I was like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I got to head out to the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I leave to the bus. And um, the way that, like, the neighborhoods are, are, are set up is, like, your backyard neighbors, someone else's backyard, right? There's a fence. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Brett lived right behind me, right? Yeah. We're on the bus. You know, we're getting ready to school. And he's like, Jordan, I had the craziest nightmare. I had a dream. That there was a dark man standing over me, not your stepdad, uh, who put, <laughs> put his hands around my throat and choked me, and I only woke up when I wasn't able to breathe. And the fact that I heard both of those stories the same, same morning, morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. in 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 on a, a property that's so close to each other, I don't think ghosts are gonna make that distinction if they died like on the same block. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. So something something is is there on you know Sunlight Peak Avenue, Humble, mm-hmm. Texas. Good yeah. Lord. Do you that think is crazy? That is crazy. So is either this ghost was having a bad day, right? We <laughs> right. all do. Yeah. yeah. Or this ghost made a mistake. <laughs> and, and targeted Brett by Brett accident and went oh 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 sorry oh, crap, sorry, yeah. oh, sorry. I, I entered the wrong wrong room. house yeah. wrong, wrong, wrong room. house oh, sorry 
lovely home, by the way. And then he, <laughs> yeah. he hopped over to my place. Love the drapes. I was trying uh, to choke my wife, yeah. but uh, <laughs> hopefully she'll think I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she she says the same thing to your stepdad, and he goes, "Now that's racist. That was not. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was not. Oh, that's a crazy oh, dream." Oh, sorry about yeah, that. They, uh, <laughs> your sister. You come to find out, they it was the dump truck man and his partners, <laughs> backhoe man and loader man. They he now has a whole. Crew. I don't want anyone called loader man near yeah. my sister. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They do road work when they're not out scaring children to death. <laughs> terrifying also turns out shadow people are a recorded supernatural phenomenon yes and it's not just ghosts people will see uh disembodied shadows just wandering around Mm -hmm. yeah love a good disembodied shadow wandering around uh steve uh gave me a couple questions asking if ghosts are territorial and then said, hard to beat Texas when you're from Humble. Which, (laughs) Humble is just as Texas as any other place in the state. I'll have you know, we were the first post office in the state. Wow. Woo! Right? (laughs) Something to brag about. Mm -hmm. I like real cities where you can pronounce the H in them. (laughs) None of this Humble stuff. That's true. Thank God there's no H in McAllen. Mm -hmm. Who knows where you'd be? I'd, I'd still be there. You do Aren't still be ghost territorial, although I wonder about that. I think so. It's, I yeah. mean, that kind of—that's the definition: that is you, you, you walk on their yeah. territory, you walk in their home. Yeah, that's when the haunting starts. Well, right. I've I've had uh, a, f- a finite amount of encounters with ghosts because every time I think there's a ghost somewhere, I I'm very vocal about do what I'm Seeing doing. Them. <laughs> right. No, I mean I mean um a a lot of people in in that work in like theaters, right? Theaters are notoriously old and yeah, haunted and a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. And so my uh, high school auditorium had uh, two different ghosts. One of them was a, a ghost named Joe, former custodian at the school. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the only thing that he did was make the lights blink. The other ghost <laughs> was a woman mm-hmm. who would, every time she would be seen, it would be on the catwalk and, and people would know that she's there because she would be grabbing on to you. And there's no reason for most people to be on the catwalk. It's 50 feet in the air. You should only be up there if you're hanging lights, Mm -hmm. right? And so most kids aren't allowed up there or or know what to do up there. So when people were up there, it was because it was a cool thing to do, which means they weren't where they're supposed to be. And that's when they would feel her presence, either her pulling them, pushing them, the footsteps, all that. All of their encounters were, you're not supposed to be there. You're... In, you're trespassing you know, on you're her trespassing. territory. When yeah. I was there, I used to, I mean, I knew how to hang lights, so I was doing my business, and I would out loud be like, hey, if you're a ghost, I'm on your side. <laughs> we, me and you, we're friends. I'm going to get out of here. This is your territory. And did I'm you ever just get leaving. grabbed? I'm just leaving. No. And I, I have friends that I'm that I'm close to. Manny, who was here earlier, about, mm-hmm. they actually had an encounter with a ghost. They were there after hours. They were trying to do yeah. that real fun thing. You just, you, everyone, everyone went home. No one noticed. You guys stay. Let's stay in the auditorium. Let's spend the night here. Now, there's a, a it's a huge auditorium. Um, it's like it was built in the '60s. Um, it's it's ginormous, and it, the wing is connected to a scene shop mm-hmm. where the classroom is. So a lot of time you go back in there to go get something, you come back in the auditorium, um, and they weren't supposed to be there. So they saw that woman walk through the closed door. And that was the first scary thing. And then I think they saw them in the back. And one of the guys who was there um, has a nervous tick where he just laughs. So 
it's a it's a weird presence. You can feel something's there. Someone walks through the wall, and then you just hear this guy laughing maniacally, like like the Joker, like literally like the Joker, because his nervous tick laugh is like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> And so that all <laughs> happened just like that in, in, in rapid sequence, and, and they just, they booked it. And, um, you know, it's so funny what you did because I do that too. If I'm nervous, in like, a, left? if I'm alone, it's late at night mm-hmm. and I get creeped out, I'm like, hey, uh, I'm here. I mm-hmm. uh, hope everything's all right. You know, what's crazy about that, and I'm sure you guys have never had paranormal experience after you've done something like that, is, uh, um, in a lot of like old folklore and stuff like that, yeah. when people like worry about like the spirits of the forest, they bring something to appease them for safe passage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the fact that you guys do that and you haven't had an experience might lend some evidence to that. Yeah, theory. yeah. I no, I genuinely think that you know if 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 you that's that's I mean in every movie where someone it, you know obviously it's fiction, but it always feels like they're very disrespectful and that the people are like we shouldn't be here, let's get out of yeah. here. They're like, what is the ghost gonna do? Rip my head off? Boom! And then they head, ripped off. head ripped off. <laughs> you learned yeah. your lesson, didn't you? Yeah, that makes sense. That's like uh, when y'all were kids. When y'all were little kids, did, mm-hmm. if you got scared at night when you went after you went to bed, w- did you have the thing of if there's just the slightest bit of light in here? It can't hurt me. Or you cover yourself up completely with your sheets and stuff, mm-hmm. and it can't see me. Actually, so what I would do is I would sing Ave Maria to myself very quietly. <laughs> That's Jordan, voice of an angel. I told you I was Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I couldn't pronounce any of those words, so I just did Don't Stop Believing. Nice. It's the only only song I knew the words to. It was my mom's ringtone. Well, yeah, ghosts, uh, uh, they're kind of like stand-up comedians where have, they have the fragilest egos. Yeah. So you just say one thing nice, and they'll, they'll, be, they'll be the sweetest that they'll uh, be yeah. right. Yeah. There's a billion, there's seven billion people in the world. You're not going to haunt the one person that's nice to you. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, come on. Come on. Do come the math. Be, be a little nice. Do the math. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's wild. Ugh. Um, so we had, a, uh, we had a, a listener email in, actually. Uh, you guys ready for this? Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. <clears throat> they write, Dear Swamp Ass Uggos, the house I've lived in my entire life has a cavalcade of stories layered within its walls, and for good reason. Before it was your typical family home, it was once a postal office established in the early 30s. But after the mail ran dry, the building soon made the long trek to becoming my humble abode. The area of the house that I am to talk about for the sake of this email is the unofficial crawl space. I don't like that it's unofficial. Unofficial. <laughs> yeah, who, who decides that? <laughs> the is how- there a separate official? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the crawl space for only this the is, president. This is the speakeasy. This yes. Is, yes. I would be speakeasy. <laughs> <laughs> the house started oozing out crunchy tidbits of the unexplainable when I was around 10. We would soon lose six dogs underneath the house. One after the other within weeks of last. That's just a typical redneck. Yeah, right. Also, maybe <laughs> you should stop getting more dogs if you keep losing yeah, them. Yeah. The it's house. The dump truck man with a dog whistle <laughs> yeah, under there. Yeah. The house had just enough room below its foundation to manifest an exclusive crawl space that only our miniature canines could squeeze into. The strange thing is that we'd eventually hear our dogs whimpering underneath us at night and would not stop hearing them for six nights straight. After exactly six nights, their sounds went silent. Terrible dog owners. You're yeah. hearing your dog <laughs> suffering for about a week. Yeah. And you're like, well, uh, God, nothing we can Pie do. Down, yeah. yeah. They shouldn't put rat poison under the... Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Stop putting rat poison yeah, under the... Maybe yeah. they get out. Yeah. It's, a, it's just, oh, they forgot that the doggy door is a one-way. 
<laughs> Unable to rescue any of our dogs from the house's unreachable and uh, an un- un- unseen crawl space realm, and after the fifth dog ran this heartbreaking course, I convinced my parents to take action. This took the form of them buying me one of those remote-controlled video-capturing mini-tanks from Spy Gear. I rapidly assembled the tank and drove it under the house. The tank's camera was of poor quality, but the night vision was surprisingly impressive and made quite the case for the price it cost to buy. This is, is this an ad? Yeah. Did Spy Gear write you to say Spyware on 23rd. <laughs> so, the, the, best, the best option for when you're dead dogs are missing <laughs> under the house. Spyware. Now, the tank did not go very far, though, as... Oh, as I was, there were six dogs as I was greeted with some shocking footage right away, <laughs> the skulls of five small dog breeds scattered a few inches from one another. Two Yorkshire Terriers, one Dachshund, and three Chihuahuas. Oh, Ants and other crawlers flooding in and out of every crevice. Oh no! Oh. And they all turned to me Poor and babies. started singing doo-wop the initial sight of the camera feed startled me so much that i turned off the monitor attached to the remote control and left the tank where i had driven it i spent a couple of days trying to forget what i had seen convincing myself that my eyes were straight up lying to me i never once mentioned what i saw to my folks they're rotting animals and told them that i had the tank somewhere deep in my closet when they asked me about it but soon I got to the point where enough Animal Planet gently guided me into accepting that what had caused the demise of our furry companions was likely an opossum that either was hungry or defending itself from our confrontational pooches. Whatever the culprit, I recognized that nature, as cruel as she seemed, had some logic for what she had done. That's not a horror Yikes. story. That's, that's just <laughs> a sad-ass story about all your dogs dying. That sounds pretty right? horrible to me. <laughs> I mean, it's sad and horrific, mm-hmm. but it's... Well, a whole different the, level. The fact that it was a, a six-day endeavor every single time yeah. where you hear the yeah. whimpering. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if there was if there was whimpering for more than two days, I yeah. think that's where I draw. I, I'm like, okay, that's the dog's like, I gotta alive. Save my dog. The yeah. dog's yeah. alive. Yeah. Also, the fact, I don't know if I necessarily agree that it's a possum. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if the dogs are whimpering for six days after disappearing... The possum's not Leatherface. This they're is not some, keeping. This is some sadistic. Yeah, they're yeah. not keeping the possum alive to, to feed yeah. off. Yeah, it's like I want them fresh. Who wants to play a game? Good thing. Who wants Dan, to play a game? If this had been in the official crawl space, I could have saved him. <laughs> it would have been fine. Man, good thing there's more to this letter. Tremendous be- crawl space. Be- I have a. It's an excellent crawl space. Because of the treaty, we're not allowed to go into the unofficial right, crawl space. Right. The unofficial that crawl space. That's only for people like Bernie Sanders. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> So one night, after looking for the toy remote, which took me six days to find a lot of sixes in the story, I decided to retrieve the video tank to play with it and not waste the money my parents gave up for it. Despite it smelling like Despite it smelling like rot, <laughs> I laid down on my bed and switched on to the tank camera. At first, nothing. Then I realized that the night vision was needed, so I switched that on. Uh-oh. What made it difficult to sleep for a while was not that the skulls remained in sight after all this time, not dragged away or even noticeably decayed, but that now every skull was positioned perfectly upright in a line and staring directly at the camera. Oh, God. It may seem silly for me to say that they stared, but that's exactly what it felt like, their skulls glowing from the hue of the night vision. And just as I slowly tried to switch the camera off, I heard them once more, our dogs whimpering and scratching, each sound coming from right where the tank and skulls were supposed to have been positioned, but nothing could be seen on camera. 
I eventually did turn off the camera, and the noises did stop permanently after some time had passed. We've yet to get another dog, for good reason, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> clearly terrible dog owners. <laughs> and I've yet to retrieve the tank. Part of me feels too unnerved about trying to do so, as I would find some reason to try and turn the camera on, capturing something not even Animal Planet can explain. Respectfully, Manny, your number one <laughs> Irish listener. I wonder who that is. I do, been. however, now have a pet possum I've named Ted <laughs> Bundy. <laughs> man, Manny, you're terrible with pets and toys. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Also, yeah, man. This, this was written by the co host of Lexi's mm-hmm. uh, dating show, her ex boyfriend, Manny. Ex boyfriend, Manny, right. ladies and gentlemen. I think we all know why Manny's an ex boyfriend now. Yeah. yeah, thank God you never went under his <laughs> crossbow. Yeah. Look, we have Did a Lexi, lot of. You want to break up with me? Let's go in the crossbow. I, I, <laughs> I may have had some skeletons in my closet, but he had six skeletons <laughs> under the, under <laughs> the <laughs> floorboards. <laughs> Also, I'm gay oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest problem. That's the biggest yeah. problem. Yeah. Well, fun fact, so were his dogs. Uh, they Aww. were practice. <laughs> yeah. it, it was the Fab Five. <laughs> he finally just gave up and got a cat. <laughs> <laughs> the gays, the pets. Yeah. Uh, on that note, we'll be right back after this. San Marcos, Texas. And KZSM listeners all over the world. This is the Metal Mark Live Show. Every Thursday night, 10 p.m. to midnight, the godson of heavy metal, bringing you the old school and the new school metal here to San Marcos. Go to our main page, check out our shows, get involved with San Marcos Community Radio. Every Thursday night, the godson will be with you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Swamp Ass Uggos here on KZSM.org. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we are here today um, on our special Halloween Bonanza episode. Here, of course, obviously, is Jordan Pilkington, myself, Hello. and our special guest, Jason Johnson. Hello. Thanks for being on the show again. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you so far for listening through some childhood traumas and some <laughs> dead pets. Um, yes. It's been a wild ride, and we're not even Crazy close to Crazy ride, done. we're not even close. No. Um, so I wasn't able to get the story uh, officially. Um, but you know, I post it to like everyone, like everyone that we know, mm-hmm. like on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever. Follow us at Swamp Ass Uggos. Um, <laughs> but also, a girl that I went to theater camp with in high school sent me a message at four o'clock this morning saying, "Me and my dad uh, both ran into a ghost impersonating my mom." And then she did not follow it up. She did not reply. I was oh, like, "Hey, geez. can you let me know what that means? Can Ooh. you send an email? Can you call in?" She just didn't. <laughs> she just didn't open her reply. So kind of left us hanging on that. Hey, that's, Man, what, you know, a, I didn't what a think ghost about, story tease. I didn't think about that, though. It's, I, I'm glad I could be on the show now because that would have been crazy for you to, oh, hey, Jordan, I got a story about a possible serial killer. And then you didn't show up. Yeah, and then I don't show up. And you're just like, oh, my God, what happened? Did he oh, get him yeah. finally? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's so crazy. Yeah, no, because I, I, I made a joke earlier. I'm like, hey, Jason, did you ever uh, be Dr. Loomis from Halloween? Yeah. For, for, as a costume, because you look just like the guy. I, know. <laughs> I um, told them all. I told him he was coming to Haddonfield. And then you didn't reply for hours. <laughs> and then I get a message saying, hey, I was almost abducted slash possibly murdered by a serial killer. And I was like, was this because I said you look like Dr. Lewis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Love it. Yeah, it and was. it was. Yeah. Lexi, have you ever seen Halloween? No, I think I've seen Ooh. the tail end of it. Oh, it's um, so good. Most Ooh. of the time when you ask me about horror movies, it's 
only ones that you've watched in the living room that I walk in on. That's true. One and time- I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> this is scary. He's going up the stairs pretty dang fast. <laughs> I don't like uh, that. One time um, I was watching The Thing out in the living room, right? Yeah. And I had to head to bed. So I just kind of left it on yeah. <laughs> while Lexi was working. And for those of you who haven't seen The Thing, it's easily one of the scariest movies out there. Absolutely. Body horror out the wazoo. It's a perfect creature feature. Mm -hmm. Uh, Things that Lexi cannot stand to watch. She doesn't have a stomach for it. No. So I just kind (laughs) of left it on and went to bed. I thought he was coming back. I watched the whole thing. I didn't turn it off. You know. Did you like it? I I did. I guess I did enjoy it um, (laughs) after all this time. Uh, but it was it was really scary. I, it's one of those you know everyone turns on each other. Mm-hmm. You know what would you yeah. do in that situation? Perfect quarantine movie. Are Perf- you are you fine with funny horror like Army of Darkness or Evil yeah. yeah yeah? I'm just a little I'm a little uh, a little jumpy. I guess yeah. you could yeah. say I've yeah. watched I've watched very few scary movies in theaters, mm-hmm. and I just when I when I can tell something scary is going to happen, I have to look away. On so jump scares are, you know, the bane of my existence. On that topic, what is like what is a scary movie that you enjoy watching? Like what's one like a Halloween Town? I did. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, my mom has a date with a vampire, classic. <laughs> I did have <laughs> nightmares about the Disney Channel original movie, a decom called Phantom of the Megaplex. I know that one. I yeah. watched that when I was very young <laughs> and I had nightmares about giant inflatable gorillas blocking the exits of my nice. church. Um, cool. Which is a very ridiculous nightmare to have because if I, you know, that would be a dream right now is if there were giant inflatables. Right. Love a good, oh, love a good them. advertising. Love a good hug. Um, no, but I really, I enjoyed The Boy, if you yeah. remember The Boy. Boy's good. There's a sequel to The Boy because you know the, the man. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you think right? <laughs> it's called puberty. Uh, <laughs> no, there's a sequel to The Boy. It's called. Uh, Brahms the boy too right and so you know the twist in the first one spoilers everybody the twist in the first one is that the doll's not haunted there's a man living in the walls mm-hmm. oh wow well in the boys too turns out the doll is actually haunted there is no man in the walls and that uh, they smash the head of the doll and there's like an alien creature that's just kind of living inside of it <laughs> And it goes, hello, my baby, hello, my honey. Baseballs. Um, I, uh, I, my first horror movie, I was, mm-hmm. I was it was Halloween, and uh, but anyway, cool. which is your favorite? Yeah, and but here's the way the story goes: mm-hmm. my father mm-hmm. grew up watching all those old, you know, Universal horror films yeah. and stuff. You know, Dracula, Frankenstein, The Wolfman, the '50s horror movies. You know, I was a teenage werewolf, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he grew up watching that. Mm-hmm. So to him, horror, it's a little campy. Oh, yeah, a little campy, a little fun, something to get scared about. Mm-hmm. So um, my dad sees that there's a horror movie coming on TV that night. And he's like, Jason, let's watch a scary movie tonight. We'll get all scared and stuff. It's so funny that you named Jason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie happened to be Halloween. <laughs> nice. At five years old. Oh, that's so young. There's your dump truck, man. So <laughs> I was this yeah this you know what this may go to my theory that my dad is actually the, the dump, dump truck man. man he just loves scaring the crap out of me mm-hmm. yeah Ugh. so yeah imagine if uh your your dad had found out the truth about the dump truck man like before Halloween came out yeah he's like let's watch this and it's about like a killer stalking young children and girls yeah. he's like oh oh no. yeah <laughs> uh, sorry boy. <laughs> 
That's so funny. You I, know, they say fear. You should immerse yourself in it to get over it. <laughs> I have a very similar story about my first horror movie. Um, yeah. My first horror movie was Friday the 13th Part 3. Ooh. The 3D yes, one. 3D. Which I definitely did not watch on a 3D TV. Yeah. Um, I was in third grade. Uh, and my stepdad, you know, I was like just in the book. I was in the living room reading like the Hardy Boys or something. Uh, no, mm. it was definitely the Hardy Boys. Yeah, I remember. Um, I, I remember that night very vividly. Um, and my stepdad, uh, maybe this is where I get it from. He put on Friday the 13th Part 3 and said, well, I'm going to bed. You got to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like afraid to get in trouble as a kid. So I'm like, I guess I have to watch it. <laughs> And so I just watched the entire rest of the movie as this hockey mask slasher just kills teenagers and bikers. Good lord. Yeah, but now that movie rules. Yeah. So it's the one where he gets his hockey mask. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Because he end. had a bag over his head. In part two. In part two. And if you've ever watched Scream, you would know that the mother is the killer in part one. <gasps> or if you just watch part one, actually. Yeah. 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 If you, if you just watch the, the actual movie, yes. Um, do you guys know that there was a Friday the 13th books? No, I like, did not. There was like uh, not like young adult novels, but like there was like different <laughs> like novels about like Jason. Yeah. There's one that's called like Kill Hate Repeat or something like that. Yeah. And the plot is that uh, some rich yuppies try to gentrify Crystal Lake, <laughs> so Jason is just killing these like white suburbanites trying to take I over this love it. this this I love like it. lake town. Oh, it rules. Maybe he's not so bad after Maybe all. Maybe he's not such a bad yeah. guy after mm-hmm. all. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gentrification. Uh, that's the, the real killer. That's the real. Killer. <laughs> yeah. yeah kills- Way to kill the neighborhood. Oh man. Um, so I have uh, I have another scary story. This one is not from a listener. This was a uh, scary story I found online. I'd what love to read for you guys. World? Ooh, very scary. <laughs> um, all right. So this one, uh, as legend goes, to become a skinwalker, you must attain priesthood and then kill a member of your own family. Then and only then can you gain the power to shapeshift. Then and only then. Are you a true skinwalker? Is that God? Yeah. <laughs> Playing the synth? <laughs> uh, according to local folklore, a man had done just that. An Indian priest had supposedly not only killed one, but five immediate members of his family. He never caught the man. He disappeared into the woods, never to be seen again. When Jason and Alex set out for their camping trip, they knew all the old legends, and they laughed at the idea that a skinwalker could come and get them if they trespassed on the old Indian land. The same land that the supposed murders had taken place. Why should they believe in legends? A man becoming a beast was probably the most ridiculous idea imaginable. Which isn't that scary to Jason, because as you've gotten older, you've gotten more beast-like. Right. Hair moves from yeah. your head to your back. Hair to my back, in my ears, it's everywhere. <laughs> Jason and Alex were brothers. They spent their entire lives together until Jason had gotten married. Then Jason moved away and started a family, but not Alex. Alex stayed in their hometown, tending to their parents making an honest living off the land, and tried to be a good person. Now Alex had succeeded at this. He hadn't broken a commandment in years and was well on his way, well, in his mind, to yeah. heaven. <laughs> three years had passed between their last get-together, and three more might have passed that Alex hadn't insisted on a camping trip, but insist he did, and there they were. It was getting dark, and the two of them were laying out under the stars. They were deep in the woods, and they had no GPS or maps, but they knew the path back from where they were. They'd gone there as kids. You never know, huh? Alex replied. He only caught bits and pieces sometimes. We can never let Dad know, Jason reiterated. Know what? That we stayed on the old Indian land past dark. We promised him as kids, and I don't want to upset him now. He's getting pretty close to dead, and if we started an argument now, we may never resolve it in time for... 
you know, just don't tell him or Ma, okay? All right, no problem. They both were silent for a while, until up creeped a small raccoon. Well, look at that, Alex called, <laughs> as he pointed towards the critter. It stared at them for several minutes. Not moving, not attempting to flee when they motioned towards it, it stayed almost perfectly still, and then finally, it left. Minutes later came a deer. Again, the creature stayed and watched them. Unwavering determination glared in its eyes. They sound like Disney princesses. I don't know why. (laughs) For about two hours, the duo was kept awake as every animal they knew to live in the forest, and some they were almost sure didn't inhabit the area, came to gaze upon them. The final animal was a gray wolf. It slowly moved towards them, and when it was five feet away, it stopped. It said, you got a light? (laughs) (laughs) Don't move. Don't panic. It'll go, Jason assured Alex. The wolf slowly stood up onto its hind legs, and then its limb began to contort and pop. Horror slid over Jason and Alex's faces as they saw the fur tear open, revealing light brown flesh underneath. Finally, they gazed upon what looked like a man with a wolf's head. The skull of the wolf split open like a melon, the fur sliding off of it, the bone chipping and falling like a fragile eggshell. And in its place slowly grew out the head of a man. The man now stood before the paralyzed brothers. They couldn't seem to move. This is my land, said the man with an almost supernatural smile. Now, now, now mister, I, I'm going to have to ask you to... G-. Alex trailed off. Get the f*** away from us, Jason said as fiercely as he could. The man began to laugh. As he continued to laugh, the pitch changed. It grew deeper from that of a man to that of a demon. Soon it sounded as if Satan himself was bellowing out at them. The man's skin grew black as coal and his eyes yellow like a cat's. His demonic laughter echoed through the forest as he grew closer and closer. The brothers, being unarmed, they had no choice other than to flee, and that's what they did. They ran as fast as they could, except instead of out to their cars, they were cornered into running deeper into the woods. For hours, they seemed to play cat and mouse. Several times, animals they passed would burst open in a grotesque manner, revealing the deranged man, but they continued to run. Finally reaching a cabin, they ducked inside. They were filled with fear, and the brothers felt that leaving the cabin would end in their deaths. What they found in the cabin made them regret their ignorance on legends. From the main bedroom of the cabin was corpses, at least a hundred of them. Every animal they had seen in the night was there, along with some larger bodies. Human bodies. It was then that the man burst into the room, except he was once more a wolf. The following week, the authorities found the cabin during their search for Jason and Alex. Both brothers' faces looked as if they'd been eaten by an animal of some sort. Six days later, a security camera several states over caught Alex filling up a car with gas. Several witnesses also reported seeing the dead man, and on nearly all accounts, he was seen smiling a wide, toothy, unnatural grin. Oh my goodness. Would you like to hear another story, <laughs> Roscoe Taylor? <laughs> Tales from the Crypt! Yes! <laughs> so... So he was just in two places at once. He was doing Hannah Montana. Yeah, he was definitely doing yeah. Hannah, Montana. Doing Hannah yeah. Montana. But instead of pulling off, you know, different wigs, it was the skulls of animals that he yeah. slaughtered. Right. So sometimes right. you glue your wig on a little too, a little too much glue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you pull it off, bad things happen. Yeah, no, Lexi, have you ever read a Skinwalker story? No. Oh, man, they're, they're my favorite. Nuts. They're pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I was in high school, these were definitely the stories that I would read to myself to stay up and be scared. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Gosh. Pretty Man, cool. they had Harry Potter. <laughs> like, you could have... No. You know. Uh, I once got in trouble in Catholic school for, like, reading ahead to the Book of Revelations mm. and, like, oh, telling yeah. people about how, like, crazy th- things get. Kids started crying, as kids do. 
Mm-hmm. Guess you got in trouble for, like, I don't know, telling the truth. Telling the truth, yeah. man. <laughs> and they, yeah. they yelled at Jesus, but Jesus was right. <laughs> Why is it like, it, I guess it kind of goes to the whole thing about Darth Vader is the coolest uh, guy in Star Wars, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and how, like, the Bible... You know, like Revelation. It's just like Darth Vader's story. back and all is the oh. coolest part of the story. <laughs> I was wondering where you're getting with this. Yeah, you know. Like, it's like whenever y'all did your Devil Went Down to Georgia thing. It, mm. Like, when I was a kid, when that song came out, that I was always like, why the hell's Johnny the best he ever been? The Devil yeah. song was cool, man. It had funk <laughs> yeah. in it. It mm. was badass. That was a much way cooler song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah. hear that band play, man? Jesus. Your favorite Rolling right. Stone song is Sympathy for the Devil. Yeah. yeah. They always do that in, in competition movies. Too. Like, they do it in, in like... Pitch Perfect In too. Pitch Perfect 2. Yeah. They have the super cool German team that does, like, a, a really great yeah. mashup. Yeah. And then they have Anna... And I love Anna Kendrick to death. But then they're like... But then, like the German team was like, they're making the all the music themselves. It's like a f- six-minute thing. Yeah. But then, like, there's, yeah. there's choreograph, there's like yeah. dance moves yeah. and fights, there's explosions. Yeah. Yeah, way cooler. Even back to slashers, Jason, way cooler than any other teen he's killed. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Who's the coolest in the Tommy Jarvis? What does he got? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Freddy, child killer. Cooler than every child. You could buy tool or toys of Freddy Freddy when I was a kid. Because he's that cool. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Get him as a McDonald's toy. Exactly. Storm Shadow. (laughs) Ninja. Worked for Cobra under the G.I. Joe brand. Man, that's... Always turned him into a G.I. Joe. I thought he was telling another war story. (laughs) Yeah. There he goes. He's got Storm Shadow. There I was. Front of Korea. (laughs) I was deep. This white storm ninja came out of the shadows. (laughs) I was deep, deep in the heart of the jungle. <laughs> Jason, again, that wasn't your life. That was Rambo First Blood. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. They based it off of me. <laughs> they based it off of Operation me. Dream Killer. Now it's confidential, so you'll never hear about it in the news. <laughs> you heard it, Lexi. He drew first blood. He drew first blood. Yes, Jason, I take your pills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Well, hey, happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah. I think that about covers it for our episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hope you're having a good spooky evening out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, anything you guys want to end on? Uh, Jason, you want to plug your multitude of shows? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, if y'all listen, looking for something to listen to, you can find all of them on Spotify. It's The Big Sad. It's that their sports cast with me and Jack Neal, and it's uh, Horror Bros with me and my brother, and we're doing it by seasons, doing it by decades each season. Um, And uh, also, Big Sad, we do a live broadcast, 6 o'clock, every Wednesday, here on KZSM.org. Perfect. Lexi, do you want to plug your new show? Um, well, I, first of all, I'd just like to say thank you to everybody listening out here and spending Halloween with us. And if you're listening to this as an encore mm-hmm. presentation, again, thank you so much uh, for all of our team here at KZSM for pulling together and being just that true community <laughs> radio. Yeah, mm-hmm. couldn't do without you guys. Um, yeah, on that note, happy Halloween, everybody. Hope you're having a good night. Uh, and yeah, stay spooky out there. Happy Halloween! Mm-hmm.
With a key, you unlock a door to imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sight. A dimension of sound. A dimension of mind. You're moving through a land of both shadow and substance of things and ideas. Guiding you through this wondrous journey is the hypnotic sound. <laughs> 